Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 210. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mass. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I am Mako-chan. And I'm Avalon. And oddly enough, the way my voice is, I can still hit that high note to kick off the podcast. Holy Christ. Good for you. Yeah, but, I'm, yeah, but I'm still sucking down tea so I can get my throat better, because... I have a dozen of wings sitting on my kitchen counter just calling my name for later tonight. Nibble at them during the breaks. Uh, no, I will get sidetracked pretty easily because it, it's food. It, it's wings. He has this whole ritual on Tuesdays. You cannot break the ritual. Oh, I'm well aware of it. Mm-hmm. But, well, I mean, eating them during the show would break the ritual because he usually puts on some sort of TV. Usually yep. NCIS, mm-hmm. and just sits there and mind-numbingly eats them while watching. Well, <laughs> yeah, what can I say? It's a good show. I like it. It was kind of like me earlier. I was watching Orange is the New Black and just scarfing down my weight. Say what? In slob. I was watching up. Orange is the New Black and eating mm. my weights, eating my weight in Indian food because I'm a slob. Oh, it's been a while since I've had Indian food. Yeah, it's I been like had it three ever. months. Indian food. Oh is god, quite it's so good. good. There was this place over on Twenty Third. I was over there some time ago. It's gone, and I think the Radio Shack that's over there is gone too. <laughs> if it ain't gone, it'll probably become a, a Sprint store in about a year. Mm. Oh god. All right. We are live tonight, week of March 7, 2015, on the Vogue Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net, chat room is Vogue, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash Vogue Network, there's an IRC link, you click on that, and you're good to go. Alright, and if we go into the chat room real quick, and respond in part to Wings, uh, Sarah Ackerman says, sounds like me and potatoes. And she also goes, my wings are on my Attack on Titan jacket. And I that- get it. Mm-hmm. And Deadpool 28 says, I want my wings so I can fly high. And by the way, and by the way, someone actually, Rebel will actually sued over that. Good. I was waiting for somebody to get, uh, for somebody to sue them. You linked it. Yeah. Not anywhere on their website or on the cans does it say that Red Bull does not actually give you wings. I was waiting. But still, there are people that stupid. Mm -hmm. There are people that have... No, no. Yes, there are people that have drank Red Bull and jumped off of their roofs. And it's taken them this long to be sued. Though, to be honest with you, if you're drinking Red Bull, even if you're not jumping off your roof, natural selection kind of works this thing, kind of works itself out in the end. I actually liked Red Bull until I figured out what it tasted like. <laughs> yes. Um, if you guys, you know, while you were younger, if you guys ever um, ha- had a Mr. Bubble bath. Yeah. Yeah, if you smell Mr. Bubble, it smells... 
or I should say that it tastes like Mr. Bubble smells. Yes, uh-huh. Red Bull tastes exactly like Mr. Bubble smells. And when I made oh. that connection, I could never drink Red Bull again. Yeah, real winners drink Monster. Thank you very much. Well, That's I... even more disgusting. No, 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 no. First things first. I have to defend Monster. Okay. First things first. There's some great flavors. Have you tried the pink lemonade, Jesus? Not yet. So Sec- good. Secondly. You get a itty bitty can of Red Bull for two fifty. You get this giant shit for two fifty. Now you can sip on the whole fucking day. Sometimes I do two for four. There you go. Shit. So I, 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 I my thing was Rockstar. That was my joint back in the day. My dad used to work for Red Bull delivering the stuff. Mm. We'd have pallets of the stuff in our refrigerator and the freeze in the garage, and I just got sick of the shit. Uh, sick of looking at it. I, I, I was always it. I was always a jolt girl. Until you realize you couldn't drink it anymore. Oh God, no! I, anything that's like highly caffeinated like that or highly sugary, I can't do it. Um, because of uh, you know, I have a slight heart murmur. Oh. So when I when when I drink stuff like that, it feels like my heart is trying to beat out of my chest. Oh God. But mayday, it's mayday, so good. You I have no out. Yeah, you have no idea how much I just um when I found Jolt again after they, you know, after they took it away and brought it back, mm-hmm. I t- they brought it back in these huge fucking cans and I sat there and I downed the entire can at one time because that's what I used to do when I was, you know, 12 years old. Um yeah, I I I it, I was seeing like green spots and it, it was like a really, really horrible trip. So you were tripping balls like Beavis and Butthead to America. No, if you want to, if you want to compare it to something, um, the Simpsons, when Bart and Milhouse oh, God, drink nothing sh- but oh, the no. syrup. Oh, oh yeah. God. When they drink nothing but the syrup and they go on that massive sugar high, that is how I felt. Oh, the squish. Oh, <laughs> oh, and then, me, there, no, Marco, there was that one time you got the jolt and you couldn't drink it. I downed the whole thing and just sat there. You looked at me like, what the fuck are you made of? I don't remember doing that. I remember um, I remember getting uh, I remember getting a Slurpee and not being able to finish it and you just downed it and I'm looking at like, you know, who the fuck are you? Where did you come from? <laughs> you, you have How the hell did you do that? You have to remember. I have been drinking coffee since the age of two. So have I. Yes. Well, I mean, there, there is a logical explanation. There we go. Adam just constantly has that thirst. Oh. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. There's no shame in my game when it comes to thirst, okay? The thirst is real. By now, you shouldn't have shame. <laughs> Please. I know y'all people. That's why I have no shame. Ooh. Oh God! But I still love y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. do. Uh huh. Mhm. <laughs> you only loves us when you needs us. Well, that too. <laughs> Remember, friendship is magic. Yeah. <laughs> so is alcohol. <laughs> that reminds me. I need more uh, Fireball whiskey. Fireball. Ugh, fireball. But the pinnacle one tastes a little bit, has a sharper, crisper taste to it. I just need alcohol in my house. 
or my room. I, I haven't had any alcohol because I am on a diet and alcohol ad is like empty calories. So I haven't had a glass of wine, a glass of beer, or like any mixed drinks in weeks. Oh, well, you. that's your own fault because they make you know small etc. Well, no, they make non-calorie, non-sugar added vodka. I could just drink straight vodka. <laughs> oh God. Well, I'm. I'm I don't know that you would want to do that, but there, you know, there are things that you can mix it with that aren't going to add to. Mako, you see, I have intake. days, and sometimes these days lead to drastic measures. Avalon. Really? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to put my phone on mute. Avalon, oh, you... I thought that that you were narrating my life, and I was gonna go, you bastard. Avalon, <laughs> <laughs> just wait till you hang out with all of us, and you drink with Mako. Oh, God. You're going to have to sign a waiver. That sounds like the best, worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have to get some absinthe. I haven't had absinthe in a while. Oh, damn. Did I mention I like absinthe? Once or twice. It mm -hmm. And that I do it in shots. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Ah, damn it. I was trying to find some Richard Cheese to play in the background. You talked about absinthe because it just fit. But okay. Let's go ahead. Um, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Uh, mostly related to work stuff. Mm. Well, I got I got paid today again, so it's nice to actually have walking around money, if nothing else. Also, my dad got out of physical therapy today, and he's back home. Oh, that's good. Oh, awesome. Yeah, he, February he had to go to the hospital for a treatment for his multiple myeloma. Have you been in there all this time? No, he's been there about three weeks. And then oh. he went to a rehab center closer to me, which, you know, because of the treatment left him, you know, pretty beaten the... Uh, worn down physically to uh, get him back and walking around for so he can come home for and that took another three weeks and uh so yeah he's glad to be home and whatnot although my my uh, dear beloved mother had just comp contemplated just leaving him in the Leaving him in the rehabilitation center slash nursing home and being done with it. Good. Oh my so, god. That kind of bothered me a bit. So, other than that, I just got a few new T-shirt orders, like finalized, and they'll be coming at me soon. As well as this one Kickstarter for this really nice Italian leather wallet that uh. As a Triforce on it, you know, a couple, uh, gamer wallet. Uh, I, I'll put a link to it in the chat when I get, bring it up. But yeah, that's how shit's been going for me. Okay. Sorry if I brought people down. It's <laughs> all good. Mako chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um. I've been working quite a bit. Uh, Swing low. 
Yeah. Yeah, um, worked, you know, a lot up until Easter. Then did the whole Easter thing. Uh, died. <laughs> died deviled eggs. So that was fun. Uh, but yeah, today I was supposed to go out and hang out with friends. But, uh, I ended up getting a migraine this morning, which, oh, wonderful. So I ended up staying home and uh, getting into a fight on Facebook, on a Facebook group, uh, because the whole thing was, it's about how Stanford University is going to be paying for tuition for, uh, for free for anybody that gets in and their parents, you know, make under $125,000. That sounds cool. So, yeah, so I wrote that, you know, you know, how, how great that was, but, you know, the government, you know, I said the government sucks for how they're handling it because, you know, my mother had to, because my mother, who was a single ma- a single parent, um, made too much money, I couldn't get government help for schooling. And after that, all of a sudden, you know, I'm getting people saying that, like, not reading that I was saying, you know, the government was screwed up, um, saying that my mother was, you know, a horrible mom, that if she made that much money and couldn't send her kids to school, that she was horrible. So, uh, yeah, I got into a fight with some chick basically saying, look, you need to reread what I said. And then another, uh, another chick saying, um, what does the government have to do with this whole thing? That's a private institution. I said, yeah, if it's a private in- institution that's doing it, don't you think that the government should be, you know, the one really stepping up in things, uh-huh. not private institutions? So it got to a point where I just finally stopped replying and stopped reading everything because they weren't actually reading what I posted. They were just assuming that I was, you know, bad-mouthing the whole idea. Sounds like the internet. It's, oh, yeah. It's like yeah. this. And it's happened to all of us. We sit there, we make a logical point. Almost everybody will read it through and be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you got that one person who will read it, who gets that. Then you say something that goes, triggered, and then they're ready to flip a fucking shit on you. Triggers are my trigger. Sorry. <laughs> yo, dog, I heard you like triggers, so you put a trigger in your trigger. <sighs> yo, yo, I'm going to put you on Tumblr, motherfucker. Shaboy Ronma. <laughs> well, pimp yo internet. <laughs> oh god. All right. Anyway, so yeah, um, finally bought tickets for DCC because they hadn't gotten back to anybody on uh, their press crap. Mm-hmm. So at least we are assured tickets for DCC. Now I just need somebody to get a hold of somebody at work so that I can put in for plane tickets. Hint, mm-hmm. hint, nudge, nudge. I haven't gotten back to me. I'll send another email tomorrow. Yeah, that's it. Avalon, how was your week? How was your day? How you been, girl? Uh, I've been all right. Can't complain. Um, let's see. How has my week been? Um, really just putting in, like, my usual hours at work. Uh, this weekend was completely dull. I really didn't have anything to do, and it sucks, I guess, but um, apart from that, uh, I've been like, experimenting with a new uh, toy that I have. 
Um, one of my fans actually got me a 72-piece Copic marker set. Oh, okay. For a second there, I was about to tell oh, you, you missed whoa. the hentai show, okay? That so, almost took a weird turn. Yeah, uh, you, you kind of missed the hentai show, so you were a little bit too late for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. It's all good. Um, but I've been using Copic markers, and I realized that I really like traditional coloring again. And I used to, you know, all I had were colored pencils, and occasionally I would use a friend's Prismacolors. So it's kind of like really cool to experiment with them. So I've been coloring with them nonstop. Apart from that, um, I'm setting up to shoot my second Geek Goddess uh, set, and I'm finalizing all the details. I'll be shooting it not this upcoming weekend, but next weekend. So finally, I'll have something else other than Ryuko on the site. Um, I'm doing Mavis. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gross. Uh, but other than that, I feel like I had... Oh, yeah, there was something else. Um, so my mom and her boyfriend, both of whom I hate... I genuinely, genuinely do not like them, um, especially the boyfriend. They are in Charleston uh, for a couple of days until Friday night. So I have the apartment all to myself. And uh, yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> like I, I sat out in my living room watching Orange is the New Black, gorging on Indian food in my underwear. It was amazing. 10 yeah, out of 10, kind of what recommend. I kind of figured something like that would would involve a lack of pants. Why wear pants if I don't have to go anywhere? Like I'm not wearing them Agreed. right now. Woohoo! I'm in my bathrobe. Basically. <laughs> yeah, we're not discussing what I'm wearing. You're not <laughs> wearing anything, are you? Oh no, I'm wearing something. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, still a inappropriate lot. for company. Oh. <laughs> Depends on the company, Mako. Wink, wink. Wink, wink! <laughs> you, you see, I mean, not for nothing. The way Avalon described that, th this is what I'm picturing, you know? It's like this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you! Just take those old records off the And it's also, I found the ALF version of it. <laughs> oh, see, I can't do that in my house because I, I have carpet. I'll slide two inches, fall over, and slam right into the floor. I could, I could do that because my cats will purposely trip me. <laughs> That's because cats are evil, and we oh, kowtow no. to one them. Of, one of them likes me. The mm. other one, he's like a big mush around everyone else, but he hates me. And mm. I don't know, well, and actually I do know why. Because he gets in all my shit, and then is surprised when I yell at him. Like, bastard threw up all over my scissor blade. Like, my expensive oh. GS prop scissor blade. And I just looked at him like, you have, I'll give you a two second head start, and I'm skidding you alive when I get you. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's definitely cats for you. Yes. My property. I, was, my I territory. was doing some cleaning, and I put, you know, my better plushies and stuff like that up high so that the cats, the cats can't, you know, start scratching at them. Mm -hmm. Well, unbeknownst to me, the cats got to where I had them all, and uh, as I'm cleaning, I found Duo covered in cat puke. Oh. Oh. And that is an amazing plushie. Yes. Luckily, he cleaned well. Yes. But yeah, uh, handmade plushies. Not for puking on. Yes. Nope. No, that's right. See... 
if I wasn't picturing Avalon just playing that, I, I th- this is what this is what I'm hearing up 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 in the place. Emma, house party at Avalon's. I'm you bringing the cake. You don't know me. I'd be playing reggaeton. Get out of here. That's still relevant. <laughs> all right, no, I would be playing this. <laughs> yeah, because if all you can say is Daddy Yankee, I'm gonna drop kick you to the Bronx. But if you like reggaeton, YouTube Japanese reggaeton, it, it, it will blow your mind. Oh, no, I refuse. No, it's that good. Oh, no, I refuse. <laughs> Fuck you, I refuse. No, I mean... <laughs> if we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, um, let's see. Rageinator says, pants are overrated, and Serenity4108 follows up with, so are skirts. Skirts though, because then at least the bottom half of you is still like aired out, so it's kind of like you're in your underwear. God, that sounded weird. <laughs> you Shut m- up, Mako. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. My only issue with skirts is that I girl very, very horribly sometimes. So I will forget that I'm wearing a skirt and start acting like I'm wearing pants, and have to try and remember that I'm, you know, if I'm in mixed company or not. Oh God! Sitting with your legs slightly parted, <laughs> I do. Oh, that. I, 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 I do that. But like the other day, I was, I was in a dress for Easter, and before I went over to dinner, I was laying on my bed with you know one knee propped up, the other, you know, the other leg resting on that knee, and I'm thinking, there's a, you know, I'm, I'm really happy that I'm home alone right now. <laughs> <sighs> And right now, half the guys are listening are instant nosebleeding. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. If you're instant nosebleeding over that, you've got issues. How many years have we gone to conventions? If you're instant nosebleeding over that, you've got issues. Yeah, I concur. Yeah. (laughs) Shall we go ahead and take our first break? Yep. If I can get the uh, thing out from under my cat's ass to mute myself, yes. Yeah. What what the thing to meet yourself? What you mean, ball gag? Oh! <laughs> I suck. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I own one. Well, Avalon, she, if might, you... she may figure out a way to shut us up yet, dude. Well, Aval- folks. <laughs> well, Avalon, if you didn't suck, we would think there's a problem with you. I own one too. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, we will be back.
Okay. Now, before we go ahead and kick into our review of Castle Point, a couple of notes. Um, first things first, um, if you're in the New England, Boston area, yeah, we all know Boston sucks, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. And you know how it is when you go to conventions, you always got that one person mocking everybody that goes and makes, you know, teases everybody. A lot of times we're like, you know what? It ain't a big deal. It's whatever. People got mouths. Well, it seems that a local morning show was pretty much razzing the attendees out of Anime Boston. What an asshole. Yep. Not surprised. Define razzing. Uh, Have you ever listened to a morning show? Mm -hmm. No, because I like to preserve all of my brain cells. Mm, Point taken. Uh, You ever listen to Howard Stern? Yeah, okay. There you go. Oh, and, you know, I, I like the morning show that I listen to is syndicated. They're really tame, but that's besides the point. I didn't get you to listen to the full clip of it, but it seems that the, a local, um, let's see, let me pull it up real quick. A local morning show out of Boston mm-hmm. were pretty much making fun of everybody that was going to Anime Boston, making fun at the fans. It's uh, the more, it's, uh, I believe it's the morning show, Carlson and McKenzie. Now, we all know what happens when somebody makes fun of us. That's the time we put down our weapons and we're like, "Get him!" And that's go, yes, this the the real enemy is right over there. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much what happened. Now, um, a friend of the show, uh, King Baby Duck, who runs the Boston Bassett Brigade. He got a piece of the action. He was actually on their show this morning defending the convention. Good. Let's let me see if I can pull up real quick. Let's see if it'll play. Carlson and McKenzie on ZLX. Hey Evan, you there? Yes, I am there. Evan King Baby Duck Borgalt. That is right. Is on the line. We'll tell you why. King Baby Duck is on the line. We caught uh, quite a bit of flack over sending Jackson to that uh, anime Boston last weekend. You know, to mess with some of the people who, uh, you know, dressed up in costume. Jackson hung out at anime Boston. Yeah, he had the worst assignment over the weekend, for sure. What's the longest you've been in character for? 24 hours. Loser. <laughs> now, uh, your costume is a, it's a dress? He wears a dress in one episode. <laughs> Man. <laughs> You are one pathetic loser. You get some hate uh, emails. Uh, my name is Evan, and I'm the co-founder of the Boston Bastard Brigade. Uh, we have uh, Evan King Baby Duck on the line with us here. On our site, we write about the latest in gaming, anime, music, and other realms of pop culture. Today, I overheard your segment. And wow, real- he sounds way too smart to be listening to this station. Uh, do, do you normally listen to the show? Oh, yeah. You know, I've been listening to you guys since you know, college and high school and all those times. Okay. I'm not really too fond of the way you treated fans. Uh, and then he says, uh, now normally this would be the part where you'd expect me to curse you out and use some pretty unsettling language, but as a professional, I will not do that. Instead, I offer this opportunity, and that is to explain it. Please, the King ba- your name is King Baby Duck? Yep. Please explain anime to us and try to do it in less than 30 seconds. <laughs> On your mark, get set, go. 
That is very impossible. But you know what? Animation, Japanese anime, it's just animation from Japan. It is just some great stories that are brought, that are put to cartoons. Uh, you got some, a lot of people are, are um, big fans of this stuff. Uh, you know, Samuel L. Jackson is a huge fan of anime. As you know, he starred in the anime Afro Samurai. How is it any different than... See, I'm not going to play the full thing. That's probably about 10 minutes. But pretty much, he he picked up the sword and just pretty much handled business. So... Round of applause for King Baby Dot out of the Boston Bastard Brigade. Secondly, um, who here likes J-pop, J-rock music? Me. Okay, Avalon. It seems that a uh, a band that came out last year came across my 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 feed like through Mako. Okay. They're called Band Made. Band Made. Yeah, I am so definitely not into the whole, you know, idol girl kind of thing because I like my music. Um, uh, I I like rock music to be rock music. And, like, my whole issue with baby metal is it's pop music with metal instruments in the background. Uh, Bandmade is awesome. (laughs) Could... Just picture an entire idol group dressed as maids just playing heavy, pretty much hard rock. Oh. Yeah, there's one, there's a drummer, there's a guitarist, there's the bass, there's, I believe, rhythm guitar, and the singer. There's five members. But they actually play the music, and the... Uh, the one with the guitar, she's actually headbanging as she's playing. So it, it's it's kind of cool to see, you know, that type of music being done by you know cutesy little idol girls. So this is but more. I'm happy that they're actually. I'm happy that they're actually playing. You know, their instruments. So you like that? These are more hardcore than baby metal. Oh, definitely, because okay. baby metal is baby metal is definitely just you know it, it's J-pop with metal in the background. Gotcha. Okay. I ha- how they are classified as metal, I have no idea. How all of these metal stars, you know, are falling all over themselves to, you know, start you know, I, being around them and taking pictures with them and stuff like that. They're in my eyes, they're not metal. They sing J-pop with, you know, a, a metal band. Yeah, a friend of mine, kind of, she she actually started arguing with people about this on my Facebook. I'm like, could you please stop? Please. <laughs> but uh, here's a quick clip, if it'll play. They kind of sound like uh, Princess Princess and Pink Sapphire, like pop. Um, they were J-pop artists from the late, from like the mid early to mid '90s, and some other stuff I listened to. That totally sounds like it'd be the theme for a slice of life slash magical girl anime. More of a slice yeah. of life, if that. So, I wouldn't mind it. Yeah, I just, I I respect them more because they're actually playing their own instruments. They're not just a group of girls, 
you know, singing to synth pop or singing to a band in the background. They're actually, you know, out there playing and doing this. So that is what really makes me happy. Mm. Did I just hear Damien purr? No, that was me stifling a belch. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and talk about Castle Point. (laughs) I I just have one thought about this whole thing, because I was really psyched about going to Castle Point, but then I found out it's the same weekend as Zenkai Con. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Last year, it was a Sakura Matsuri. This year, it's... It's it's, uh, it's Castle Point. Next year, it'll be both. I'm just like, I, I, I can't win anymore. I can't win. But um, No, so far, I don't think there's anything going on at the same weekend as at last, uh, ne- next year. Well, that's good. I have a feeling it'll be the same weekends again, because Zenkai Khan usually is the weekend of WrestleMania, and Castle Point's always a weekend of WrestleMania, so... But what I found interesting was the fact that they had uh, Monica Rial and Jamie Marchi there, the voices of Penny and Stocking Anarchy. I expected to see photos of Penny and Stocking cosplayers and Garda. But I expected to see a lot. I only seen one couple, and they're friends of mine. Meanwhile, at Zenkai... So nothing specifically new then. Yeah, but the funny thing, at Zenkai, I ran into like five groups of Penny and Stocking cosplayers. I'm just like, God damn it. I should have brought Garda Belt with me. And I guarantee you this, if I bring it next year, hardly no one's going to show up with it. I'm just like, son of a bitch. Womp womp. Yeah. But, mm. anywho, alright, Kayla. Give us a complete rundown of Castle Point. Alright, uh, well, Castle Point was really nice this year. Uh, yeah. with a couple of bumps, but I'll get into them later. Uh, weather was awesome, mm. minus, like, a really, like, cool breeze. But, I mean, it's the beginning of beginning of april end of of march what can you expect but did you see snow no it didn't snow okay good lucky you yeah (laughs) yeah i'm still kind of twitchy about that sorry about it um (laughs) but apart from that uh the convention i mean as far as it goes for people who don't know what it is or haven't Mm -hmm. been there uh, castle point anime convention is a convention that goes on at stevens university in uh hoboken and it's on uh, the campus. It's a really pretty campus. And it attracts maybe, I think, like a maximum of 2,000 people every single year. It nice. doesn't really seem like there's any, like, it's not, it's kind of crowded, but at the same time, it's not your run-of-the-mill convention. And it attracts a lot of the younger crowd. Now, I went um, for the entire day. I was there from 10, uh, around 10 in the morning to about, let's see, until about 9 at night. Um, and I went as Mavis Dracula from Hotel Transylvania. Nice. It, it's such a comfy cosplay, and it was most, it, it's a sweater with tights, and it, it was able to keep me rather warm, well, for the most part. Um, the convention itself, I didn't get to check out any panels. However, I did host my own, and I'll get to that in a second. Awesome. Uh, the, the only problem that I had with this convention were that um, it's a lot of the New York and New Jersey crowd, of course. But it seems that in this crowd, and I don't know if that's without saying for other crowds that have to do, like, that are in the cosmic community. But we have our own little group of serial creepers. Mm. 
Oh yeah. Creepers, and creepers everywhere. Yeah, I think after. I'd say after um, the convention itself and when I was talking to new people that I had met along with my friends, I had heard several stories about these people that were making inappropriate comments that were trying to get them to pose in ways that they didn't want. And uh, I would ask, who are these people? And they would describe the same people. I'm just like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And yeah, there was that. And apart from that, like, Everybody has one person that they don't want to see at cons. I happen to have two. I feel your pain on that. Yeah, the first was an over-obsessed, enamored fan who I actually had to block because he got way too out of control. It wasn't the Sonic cosplayer, right? Because I think he's still scared shitless of me. No, but he was there. He was there with his whole... He was there with his whole brigade. Um, I was talking to... Uh, I was talking to a couple of people... And they said that his entire group, they're all immature and they all harass everybody. They have no regard for anybody's, you know, you know, privacy, personal space. He's he did the same thing. Like, he didn't do the same thing to a lot of people. He was a pest to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And a couple of people complained about him. No, this person, um, I'm not going to, like, go into context about what they were dressed as or what they look like. But um, apart from that. When I was on my way to setting up the panel that I was uh, that I was gonna host uh, at uh, Ranma, you know about the other Sonic cosplayer that I have beef with, right? Is that the one I, I scared the shit out of a couple of years ago, Soccer Matsuri? No, different one. This one who I was oh, involved yeah, with. Oh yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I reach into my bag and I go and pull out stuff, and I'm just like, okay, I think I. F-, and I turn around to my friends. And they have, a, like, a worried look on their face, and they're looking at me, like, a concerned look, like, are you okay? And I was like, what? And my eyes dart to the right, and it's him walking by. And I'm just like, oh, well, that's a pleasant surprise. <laughs> Yay. And they're just like, are you okay? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm fine. And it got to the point where, during the course of the day, he just kept walking past me, and it got kind of you know Sturbing. intentional mm-hmm. no it got it became intentional like he was try, like trying to stir up shit and i'm just like i'm fucking over it you're being a brat it's See, been 2 years now i can kind of understand that cuz if it's a small convention and you're walking around you're running into the same people i oh, tend- no, this was back and forth across the same corner oh god oh the fuck yeah he was trying to you know get under my skin and it worked for maybe all of 30 seconds because it was annoying but I had friends that they knew exactly what went on so they would like try to lead me away and this guy actually had the audacity to glare at my friends for you know not wanting me to it wasn't that I was gonna approach him at all because I wasn't Mm -hmm. it's more just the fact that they were trying to they were thinking that if I kept seeing him it would ruin my time so they would want to distract me and I feel like he could tell and he was just glaring at all of them, and I found out later that he was giving all of them just, like, the dirtiest looks. And I just wanted to go, uh, how dare you? You're the one in the wrong here. I am Don't just, you start. I am going to assume he was doing the dirty looks thing because he might have heard something that was said about him. He's like, or he still has unresolved anger. Just let it go. Woosa. I mean, unresolved anger or hearing anything, like, he fucked up. So he has no one but himself to blame. Mm. But that's neither here nor there. Um, afterwards, I did go to my panel, and I will 
I guess I'll discuss it now. I hosted a panel called Cosplay It Safe. And Cosplay It Safe, mm-hmm. I wanted to be able – I feel like there need to be more panels that discuss how to keep yourself safe and sane when it comes to going to conventions and interacting with fans and other cosplayers, photographers, and the like, going to photo shoots both at conventions and off location, as well as interactions online. And I had three of my very good friends, uh, Marie Gray, Nekonami Cosplay, and Spectre Marvelous, who were on the panel with me. And we all uh, we all gave our panel. And it was a huge, huge success. I'd say good. we had, maybe, like, for a small con in a small little classroom, we had maybe, like, a turnaround of 35 people. That's really good. Yeah. Oh, and most of them are friends, granted, but mm-hmm. they also attracted a lot of other people because everyone wanted to see what the heck was going on and at the end of the panel uh we left the forum open so we wanted to say you know if you have any uh stories about being creeped on uh, as long as you don't list names because we're not here to drag anyone's names through the mud like you have a safe outlet and everyone was very understanding because usually like when people tell stories of like creepers Mm -hmm. people don't understand like how sensitive that person who was creeped on can feel toward the circumstances and then you know start laughing and it's unfair but everyone was very cordial very quiet very respectful everyone else and it was really like it was really great to see that so many people showed respect but my panel went into discussions Mm -hmm. of not only how to protect yourself and how to protect others, because it, it kind of helped that we had a male uh, a male part of the panel right. committee, because then it's like, how can I protect my female friends from creepers? And he's had to do that before. Yeah. Um, but it also was, if you, if you uh, according to this criteria... This could mean that you are coming off as a creep and you might want to watch it a little bit. And we listed, we didn't list things that picked on it that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to see if I could bring up my uh, my PowerPoint. slideshow okay. right now. And I'm just going to like list a couple of them because everyone was in agreement with it. Mm-hmm. And it was also really cool. Like... I would raise. I would say, like, how many people has this happened to before? And it was encouraging, but at the same time, very disheartening that so many people had to deal with the same problems. Like, uh, hold on one moment. Let me bring this up. The slides while, are taking while, forever to load. While you're bringing that up, uh, let me get into a brief story because because I got creeped on too. Now, I understand when my female friends get creeped on. I usually show up, get them out of the situation, and so forth. So, you know, I understand where they're coming from, but I don't know what it's like to be in their shoes. I believe this was two years ago at AAC. I got creeped on by a drunken MILF. What? Yes. And normally, I I take it right on the chin. It's not a big deal. I, you know how you flirt with somebody and then they say something, you're like, shields up. Deal breaker. Yeah, and I was like, uh, no. I had to get one of my friends who was staffed to tell her, please, get her out of here. I, I felt totally uncomfortable. And I mean, I understand what my female cosplay friends have to deal with, but now I really understand, you know, being in that situation. And to be perfectly honest, nobody should be in that situation whatsoever. Yeah. It's never any fun. It's mm-hmm. not. And... 
Astra the Sonic uh, cosplayer. This was around the time I had started to, I met Avalon. I was like, I think this was like, we were just chatting with you, starting to get to know each other. I think it was, I had, you had, uh, Blossoming Cosplay, Jen had yeah. introduced me to you mm-hmm. at Springfest, and that was the, I think that was the Sakura Matsuri right after. Yeah, and yeah. then... I think I barely knew you, and you were upset, and I was like, what's going on? She told me, what you, her and her friend told me what happened, and I, w- See, here's the thing about me in conventions and events, I'm not the only one. I roll 15, 20 people deep, so I can look up and spot people and be like, whatever. So I started finding my friends and tell, yo, keep an eye on this guy. Watch out for him. And one of my friends told me, oh, him? He was doing that? Where was his girlfriend? I was like, really now? He has a girlfriend. Oh, yes. boy. A so, thickens. After Matsuri ended, whatever, I went over to Wendy's because I was a little hungry. And I saw him on the line. And after he placed his order and he stood aside, I walked over to him like, can I talk to you for a second? Long story short, I said to him, bro, I don't know who you are. I don't care who you are. But you are creeping on some friends of mine today. And one of them, you really got upset. I do not appreciate that. So what you're going to do, you're going to leave her alone. And you might think this is an empty threat, but I tell you what, if I find out you are creeping on her or other girls, I will not just let your girlfriend know, but I will get pictures of you, and I will let the local conventions in the area know of your intentions, and you'll get blacklisted. I'm not the one. Right after that, he had that look like he shit his pants. Well, yeah, I can imagine. Yes. Would have been funnier to see him try try to act like, whatever, and then all that shit you said happens to him. Mm-hmm. You gotta understand, for some people, a convention is their only outlet. We have seen... All right. All of us, at least once in our life, have seen on Facebook a friend crying, bitching, and moaning because they can't go to a convention because the parental units say no. Mm-hmm. And they try to find ways around it. So, yeah. Blase, blase, done. Alright. Uh, Avalon, please continue. Okay, well, I actually found a list of what how not to be considered a creeper mm-hmm. yourself at cons and online and at photo shoots. Um... First of all, at cons, I kind of broke it down into a do and do not list. Mm-hmm. And while I'm not going to list all of them because we would be here forever, mm-hmm. I'll just list a couple of them that I think are the most, you know, uh, the most significant. Right. What you do. Always ask for someone's photo politely and wait until they give a pose that they want to do. Um, and before you, like, ask for any more poses and keep it appropriate. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, when I was Poison... A lot of people try to exploit that, and I'm just like, yeah, no. No? Go away? Um, but that was another thing in my panel, just to interrupt myself. Um, we also had to teach people and kind of beat it into people's heads that it's okay to say no mm-hmm. to something that someone tell, like asks of you, because you're, you're not part of the entertainment for them. You went to the convention for your own self, no yep. one else. Um, let's see what else. Wait for explicit permission to walk around with someone at a con if you otherwise don't know them or are not close with them. There's nothing, and we call them hover fans and hover friends. Mm-hmm. Like, and you can tell by it's like if you 
um, like you'll see like a group of friends and then someone will take a photo of you and then they'll just kind of lurk behind you just watching you like people watching and waiting mm-hmm. until you talk and then like finally all of a sudden like bursting into the conversation it's okay if you want to like talk for a little bit but don't just stand around or follow us around it's completely inappropriate see I'm sometimes guilty of that but my thing is given some of the things I've endured going to conventions as a photographer and a cosplayer I just I get oversensitive with with my feelings and area, so I I try to pick up on stuff right away. So if I'm talking to you and I kind of sense, well, maybe I should leave. I'll just like make haste, was good talk, and just go, you know. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if everyone's on their phone and clearly not talking to you, but talking to everybody else. Right. Um. Let's see what else. Give compliments to the cosplay rather than the body wearing it. Like I want someone to say. Hey, nice whatever cosplay as opposed to hey, nice tits. Yeah, um, that's generally a bad thing to do. See, yeah, well, and then this one I feel mm-hmm. like is the most important. Mm-hmm. Remember that at the end of the day, this person is in cosplay. They're not your waifu. They're not your husbando, or the actual character that they're dressed as. Mm-hmm. The characters are fictitious. Don't hold a convention goer and cosplayer to the same expectations contained in your fantasy. It's not fair to anybody. Mm-hmm. Because no one realizes that. Uh, back when I had first gotten into the cosplay world, I had a friend who knew – who had a very good friend who cosplayed as Sakura to New York Comic Con, Sakura from Naruto. Mm-hmm. And a, a kind of disheveled-looking, very creepy Sasuke cosplayer asked her for a photo. And she said, of course, yeah, I'll take a photo. Right, right. And then he, want, she, he wanted a photo with her. And she said, yeah, of course, no problem. And then she went to go and hang out with her friends, and he followed her over to the group and sat next to them and tried to, like, get into conversation. He also started flirting with her and didn't call, like, didn't want to call her by her real name, just kept calling her Sakura. And, you know, she's not Sakura. So she was getting very uncomfortable and hoping that he would piss off. She went into the girl's bathroom hoping that, you know, like, he would not, like, he would not wait around outside. He did worse. After 20 minutes, he followed her in. What? Oh, God. Yeah. So she came out, finally couldn't stand it, and reamed him for it, and he ran off crying, wondering, like, crying out at how Sakura had yelled at him. Not this girl, not this cosplayer, but Sakura herself had yelled at him. It's like, where does one find a drug that can make one so delusional? Hey, Mako-chan! That that is just life. Hey, hey, (sighs) Mako-chan! Hmm. Isn't there a term for those type of people? Um. Well, I know the ones that I, I don't know. Isn't it what... called like fantasy kin or something? Something other like kin. that. Other um, kin. Yeah, it's other kin. But I know um, otaku kin are for the people that are delusional enough to think that they are an incarnation of a certain character. Um, Wait, any? Does that extend to they believe that other people are incarnations? Not necessarily. That is specifically for themselves. Um, you'll find it also. Um, I, there's another term for those that are so obsessed with the character that they believe that they, uh, you know, are having an astral projection romance with them. But they still believe that they are themselves. They don't believe that they are a different character. Um, this whole thing has been going on for years. And it kind of exploded when Naruto hit the scene. Um, no, no, it's, uh, the thing is, it's Decades. been going on, it's, yeah, it, um, I first noticed it, um, 
the first of the people that I noticed that were obs- that were so obsessed with the series that they believed that they were an incarnation of a character. Um, you would not believe the amount of people when Sailor Moon came out that thought that they were Sailor Moon. Oh God! Um, oh, refused to be acknowledged as anybody else except Usagi or Serena. Um, believed that they were the reincarnation of the Moon Princess and the precarnation of uh, Neo Queen Serenity. Um, and you can actually go on Google and look this crap up, and most of these stories are still there. Yep. There is a very popular one of a girl that um, had an astral projection relationship with Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. Um, to the to the point that you know they they were having sex and they were you know getting married and all of that. Um, there are people that delusional out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I mean, I feel like if that's the case, then at least one person has to notice that this person is doing stuff like that, and that these people shouldn't. This is going to sound really harsh. They shouldn't be allowed to be at conventions without some type of guardian or friend going. I I, I honestly believe that. I I completely agree. The problem is that a lot of these people are um, are teens, mm-hmm. and they are quote unquote misunderstood or going through a phase, and that's the point that it gets really really fucking dangerous. Um, that's the point where all of a sudden you have an adult who has never been stopped and suddenly feels that they are, um, that they have been dating, uh, what was her, what was her freaking name? The guy that ended up killing, um, uh, John Lennon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who did that because, uh, fuck, I can't remember her name. Um, Jody, Jody Foster. Um, Jody Foster uh, was, you know, not paying attention to him, and he felt that, you know, they had been together, and that and he she... felt that the only way to get her attention was to try to assassinate the president. Yeah, he went through the president, and <clears throat> then I believe he's the one that shot um, Lennon, Mark David Chapman. Yeah, um, but if you look through all of these people that have, you know these celebrities that end up with stalkers and shit like that it's been going on for years mm-hmm. because everybody looks at these at this person and goes oh you know it's just a phase they just really like the celebrity not realizing that no they are mentally unstable and really 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 need help like yeah um, as you know me and Mako we love NCIS one of the actresses on the show Paulie Perrette has stated that but she really will not do conventions because she has a stalker and for a point it got to it got to where she was going to have to quit the show and like leave the country. Mm-hmm. This is the person that uh that plays Abby on yes, the show. Abby Shudo. Okay. Now if we go So hmm, go on. I'm just saying like mm-hmm. it's it's something that if you notice that somebody is doing this shit it's not just enough to, you know, berate them. You really, really, really need to bring this to con, you know, con safety, con security, mm-hmm. something like that. Because if it, the, if it's not you that they're going to follow, they're going to find somebody else cosplaying yeah. their waifu and attach themselves to them. Yeah. 
Um, if we go into the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com, Sarah Ackerman says she ran into a stalker who was a big Sasha fan. She pretty much had to hide out in the bathroom to see if he would get away. She ended up darting to the dealer's room and calling her her levy over, you know, to walk around with her. Oh, God. Yeah. And as Ranger Serena says, I jokingly say I'm Sailor Moon because I'm so similar to that character and really wish I could have a talking cat. Okay. There's a difference between, you know, when you get to the convention, getting in... At least in you ca- fully understand it. It's just a character. Yeah, getting yeah. in character and having fun, and then when you take the wig off, it's just normal you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I I see a lot of uh, the character of Makoto in myself. Mm-hmm. Just the way she acts and the way she thinks and, you know, her love of cooking and things like that. Um, even her backstory uh, is you know, very interesting. And I have written fan fiction about that before her backstory was even, you know, translated into English so that I could know what it was. That does not mean that I'm going to go out and start calling myself, you know, oh, yeah, I'm Mako-chan. Yeah, I mean, that's an internet handle and, you know, it's something that's used on here. Um, I'm not going to start making my friends call me Mako-chan. I'm not going to start making my friends, you know, my parent, like my mom, call me Mako-chan. Um, it, it's, yeah. I, on the other hand, cringe when I'm in my Ash cosplay and I end up <clears throat> in character for more than a couple minutes at a time. Mm. I, I, I just find that really unsettling to me. Yeah, it, does that sound what, weird? No, yeah. you do no, what you it's, want with your cosplay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like when I cosplay as Mandy. I, as much as I, you know, can go around and be bitchy and pissy and things like that. If I'm at a convention and I'm hanging out with my friends, I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna smile. I can't stay in character for her. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's not a possibility. But at the same time, that would be you know like somebody cosplaying as say fucking slender man he's like oh yeah he's actually talking to people that doesn't really happen mm. and raging door said john lennon's assassin and reagan's assassins are two different people thought so yeah. yeah but i mean the thing is it's it's the same story um one was you know, obsessed with a movie star and thought that the assassination would, you know, make them closer. The other one, I think, was... I, I, I don't know. Um, Just delusional, I think. Yeah, and, and that's the whole thing. They think... That they get this idea in their head that doing this is going to, you know, make other people notice them. And that's what the whole thing is. These people, you know, they have so many issues in their own lives that they have turned to anime or they've turned to comics or they've turned to TV and that's become their outlet and because they dislike real life so much they lose themselves in the fantasy if you sit there and you read a book for eight hours straight and you sat there and read the entire book it can take a little while after you're done reading to you know get back into reality these people don't come back yeah All right, should we get into a couple more things of do or do nots just so? Yeah, yes, yeah, go ahead. Please. Okay. Um, do nots basically boil down to don't follow a person around at a convention without permission, or if you, especially if you do not know that person at all. 
Um, don't consider a person's choice in cosplay to be an invitation for, for lewd comments or catcalling. No, it's not a fucking compliment. Um, don't touch a person without permission. That's common sense. Um, don't remark about a person's insert body part here size. Exactly. Like, don't ask like about like how big their boobs are, or how big their ass is. Um, don't put up a fight or throw a temper tantrum if a cosplayer won't do something that you want. Like, I don't think that people understand that, yeah, if you ask someone, hey, can I, uh, get a photo with you and, like, can I hold, like, onto your thigh and have it, like, over my crotch, which is something that a really big name creeper in New York and New Jersey does. And I'm not gonna list his name even though I fucking want to. Um, um put it in the staff chat so we can keep an eye out. Yeah. Uh, be, uh, if the person says no, then don't bitch about it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's up to them. They're wearing the costume for them, not you. It's kind of like, and it gets uh, it gets uh, lost in translation, but at Sakura Matsuri, this is kind of like completely like blown off because no matter what you're doing, you're going to have people surrounding you with cameras, which I think is a little bit rude. They, I think that they do think that you're part of their cost of entry. But, uh, Entitled quick, assholes, in other words. Quick thing, you know, when it comes to photography, there's one thing that I was told I should do when it comes to taking pictures. I won't do it because I think it's kind of disrespectful. It's like when you're taking pictures and there's a group, you hold your fingers out at the person you take a picture of and you kind of wave them to kind of look at you so you can take a picture. I think that's kind of disrespectful. Yeah. I don't know. There's some really weird crap that people have asked people over the years. Especially with pictures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean. Especially with certain fandoms. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, you're cosplaying as a group. Um, You know, my headcanon is this, this, and this. Can you do this, this, and this? And you just get these looks like, what the fuck? Yeah, which is why a part of me really pities Homestuck cosplayers. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Not all Homestuck cosplayers are huge Homestuck obsessive fans. So, like, one person can just... You know, one person can uh, say, oh, well, this is my headcanon, this is what I ship, and then the two people will just be like, I don't want to do that, and then these other people who want the photos or mm-hmm. who want the pose will start, like, getting all bitchy about it. You know, like, I think I saw that at Castle Point. There was a huge, uh, a huge uh, meetup on, like, one of the greens, and there were, like, people, like, doing, like, candid shots with, like, their pants mm. down to, like, show these weird printed boxers. And it's, like, it's all fun and games, but, I mean, I was wondering, how far is it going to be until, like, someone just decides that they're not going to throw, like, all care to the wind and they're pressured into doing something that they don't want to do? I gotcha. hope that that doesn't come to the case because I will fucking step in and say, you're out of, you're out of line. Exactly. You know, in a way, that kind of reminds me of the first photo shoot that we did when you were panty anarchy, you know? I was being very careful because I didn't want you to do certain poses and make you think that I'm being a little out of line or perverted, you know? Even though it's still a shoot, but it's still that line. It's like, you just met me, so there's no... You know what I'm saying? That's something that if you're gonna do a photo shoot... The cosplayer is going to know how far they want to take it. So, you know, ask them. Because I've seen plenty of panty cosplayers that all of a sudden they are jacking up their skirts and pulling down underwear. Mm -hmm. Which is, you know, normal. And I mean, granted, most of them have second sets underneath. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I did. It's one of her poses and something like that. 
But, I mean, obviously, if somebody is willing to do that, they're going to be willing to do other things, you know, not necessarily sexual or anything like that, but they're going to be more open to, you know, the the posing than other people will that are just, you know, holding a gun up, you know, up like they're shooting somebody or just holding it up towards their face or something like that. They're going to be more creative in their posing. And that's when a photographer should just say, Hey, how far do you want to take it? This is, you know, I'm taking the pictures, but you are the one posing. This is all you. Mm -hmm. And I think if more photographers did that, a lot less cosplayers would feel, you know, pushed into something. Gotcha. Because obviously if a girl is lifting up her skirt and pulling down her panties, she's gonna, you know, she's gonna be willing to do the more, you know, more provocative shots. Not necessarily, you know, full, you know, full eagle spreading or anything like that. But, you know, obviously if she's willing to do that, she's, she's probably gonna be more positive towards, you know, some of the other shots. And it's just a matter of asking a person. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, apart from that, like, I also covered how to not be considered a creeper yourself for photo shoots. Like, communicate with your models. Always ask before adjusting, like, their hair or their hands or whatever. Uh, if you have a portfolio, always a good idea to present it. Except if a person doesn't want to work with you, like, don't throw a temper tantrum mm-hmm. because there are other people that would probably work with you. Um, also, allow a model to bring, like, a chaperone. Of course. Because, uh-huh. Yeah. They don't, they Someone don't, else is going to have to say, uh-uh, flag on a play. Stop this right See, now. See, that, that's my exactly. thing. I, I will, like, yeah, bring a chaperone. As long as he doesn't try to direct the shoot, I, I don't care. Yeah, that's my yeah, thing. Yeah, some, some won't allow significant others, but they'll still allow a friend. I think that's fine. Usually mm-hmm. the whole significant other thing is to not cause drama because some boyfriends can get jealous. Yeah, I've seen that shit. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, also, uh... Also, don't make lewd comments on a person's body while working with them. Um, don't turn the photo shoot into a sexual agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the person who is your model is not your future girlfriend or your future hookup. Consider them your model first and foremost. Don't use that as a segue to try to sleep with them. Exactly. But, I mean, apart from that, like, it was just run-of-the-mill. And the panel itself was a huge hit we had a couple of people asking if we're going to bring it to other conventions and i just put in an application to bring it to colossal con so hopefully we get the uh, green light and we will be bringing it there that, that's great i'd like but to we, see this message spread spread a lot yeah um me and the three people uh me murray gray spectra and nekonami have decided that we're going to try to bring it to as many conventions that we attend in the country as possible to get the message out because there's Uh, so many people who are afraid to say no and so many people who are afraid to speak up don't know how to like protect people who are being creeped on and we can't let that slide any longer and what i will what i will do is if it's a local convention i'll make sure to be there to record it and post it online on our official youtube page fantastic thank you now did you check out the masquerade that they had to register participation for this week's episode of anime jam session on vognetwork.com use the passphrase sunshine um i did not check out the masquerade however i probably didn't um, miss much what you probably didn't miss much Actually, no. Some of the people that showed up were absolutely gorgeous. The two, uh, two of them specifically. There was one, uh, 
there was one Tiana cosplayer from the uh, Princess and the Frog, and she was at her dress was spot on, mm. and she like she came up to me, and she goes, "Are you Mavis?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and then she starts freaking out, and I'm like, "No, you are dressed beautifully. You are not allowed to freak out over my boring costume. Stop <laughs> it." All that um, humbleness, go you. And then, <laughs> shut up. And then there was this gorgeous uh, Anastasia, like from the animated movie Anastasia, a beautiful cosplayer of her in her uh, evening gown. And, and not the blue one, but mm-hmm. like the cream colored one with okay. like the red and like the uh, like the embroidering and uh, hand beating. Mm-hmm. And it was, oh God, she was beautiful. And even cooler was she was covered in tattoos. So I was like, okay, that's a plus <laughs> for me. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. But they were beautiful. Um, I don't know who won the cosplay contest. However, Blossoming did win. Uh, she did win Judge's Choice with uh, her Edna Mode cosplay. No capes. I was so proud. I was so proud of her. You know, it's funny because I, I was when I found out she was doing that. You know, he, he, here's a, a quick note. I had a friend who passed away last year. Big Danny T. He always cosplayed Mister Incredible. Always. I just said, you know, that would have been amazing if he if he got a chance to see that because you know he would have he he would have he would have broke it out one more time, you know, just for that. Uh, I was like, that's really cool. But um, overall, would you go back next year? Absolutely, because I mean, it's a small con. It's not that much of a price because I was there for eleven hours. Mm. Um, like Hoboken is a gorgeous little city. It's since it's a small event and it's on a Sunday, it's more likely that you'll get to see a lot of your friends. And hopefully, depending on how things go, I might not only be hosting a panel, but I might have a table next year to sell prints. So fingers crossed that that happens. But until then, I don't know. All right. So straight from Avalon, definitely hit up Castle Point. And, you know, we are quite harsh about college based conventions. So, you know, Mm -hmm. and And just the obvious joke we have to make. Fuck Springfest. No, 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 no. I mean. (laughs) The fact that it's uh, Hoboken. But it's Hoboken! Yeah. I was trying to find the Megas clip, but it's out there, but it's on, like, best of Coop videos. I'm just like, I'm not going to sit here and try to find it. <laughs> All right. Due to the time, we're going to cover one quick article, then we're going to jump into the open forum topic and just kind of push along. Now... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> We we have our obsessions with fans and anime and so forth. But um this guy's kind of sick of it. In China, a man is fed up with the Love Life fans at a subway station and pours water on them. I mean, I'm showing a picture. Dude is standing there. He's wearing a Love Life uh, varsity jacket that I kind of want. Yeah, it's got Nico on it. I would have to get my one nose of me. And you see the car going by, and he's pouring water on it because he's pretty much tired of the fandoms and stuff like that, you know? Well, if you don't like a fandom, don't participate in it. I mean, it's gotten to the point where when they see the Love Life train go down, they pull the Wayne's World, we're not worthy bit. No, they're they're down on their knees and, you know, worshipping it. Like it's their fucking idol or something. Idol's a serious fucking business, dog. Come on. Well, to be fair, these people are kind of flaunting their kind of off-kilter obsession in public. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine people, like, 
people trying to hurry to get on a train and having to trip over these assholes and hurt themselves. Yeah, I mean, as Deadpool 20 says, oh, come on, Love Live is awesome. And I'm like, yeah, Love Live is really cute. I'll say this. If you like Glee, if you like fame, you're really going to enjoy Love Live. If you hated those, you're going to enjoy Love Live. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing the fucking event that's going on in the game right now. I can't help myself. I have to I'm get, a consumer whore. I have to get back into playing and the game. And how? <laughs> I'm, I'm not mocking, you know, the mm -hmm. series itself. I'm just, you know, worried about these people being a little uh, off. Yeah. I mean, weren't we just talking about all this? Yes. And the dude has a sheath sword with him. Look. Everybody has their fandoms. We're allowed to freak out sometimes. You know what? If it bothers you, just stand somewhere else. Because yeah. doing something like this is just going to cause a problem. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you're not harming anybody. Like, exactly. And no one came up to him and was screaming in his face, Love Live! Oh my god, Love Live! So mm -hmm. it's not bothering nobody. Like someone did. No. So does that mean when the uh, homestuckers are being, you know, rather obnoxious, uh, I can't pour water on them? You'll make their body paint run. You're one yes. of them, so... That'll it's... just ruin con property. Don't do that. See, but Mako, you're, you're kind of team homestuck. You kind of have home court advantage to pull that off. What do you mean? You're a fan of homestuck, so you get to pour water on them. Well, no, I'm a fan of certain characters okay. in homestuck. I actually can't stand the series. Wow. Foxy. Roxy, though. Rose. Roxy is my spirit animal because she drunk all the time. Yeah, but if you continue reading the series, that becomes Rose. I know. I know. <laughs> okay. Skype line is open. We're going to go ahead and do our open forum topic. And the open forum topic where we ask all of you a question in a particular fandom. And, you know... What do you think? And this is the first time we... Okay, here we go. For some reason, I opened it up. I had no comments, but now the comments are here. Get your shit together, Facebook. Here's this week's open forum topic. Kingdom Hearts 3. One of the rumors of why the game has been delayed is because Tetsuya Nomura wants to add more Disney universes. So let me ask you, what anime universe would you like to see in the game? And bonus points for what would the Keyblade look like? I guess you mean what Disney Universe or Square uh, property? Any anime universe. Oh. Uh, Serenity four ten eighty eight. She was talking about Rapunzel or Anastasia. Okay. Um. Uh. What is his name? His name escapes me right now. But he wants more Final Fantasy characters in Toy Story. And Big Hero Six. All right, and he does make Big Hero. You just know they're going to put a uh, put Baymax in the next Kingdom Hearts game because yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I would definitely mm -hmm. not be surprised at Big Hero Six and Frozen. Mm -hmm. It would not surprise me at all if they pop up. My thing is, he makes a mention of something that I want: Star Wars. If they announce the Star Wars universe in a lightsaber keyblade, day one reservation, I will buy my PS4. It's a it's a wrap right then and there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Sarah Ackerman says traveling to Arendelle. 
Okay. As for the Keyblade, I think it will be able to use Elsa's powers and freeze a foe upon touch. The only way for Sora to not freeze is from the gloves he would wear. Kind of sounds kind of gambitish, you know? His ma- uh, all of his magic abilities would be all Ooh. different, you know, blizzard spells and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, ice, ice powered lures and uh, absolute zero and shit like that. See, he'd summon Shiva on a whim. <laughs> um, see, if I had a choice, because I saw this done at Katakon, I would like to see the Sailor Moon universe in Kingdom Hearts 3. I definitely think that that would make a very interesting crossover. Yes. Um, I I would wonder what their outfits would look like, since their outfits do change when mm-hmm. they go into other worlds. Um, so I'm wondering if he would get, you know, the red, white, and blue motif, or if he would end up with a tuxedo motif. <laughs> I can kind of see the tuxedo motif. And I can see, you know, his keyblade, you know, and it just evolves based off of the moon rod. I actually could see it being, you know, the original, the original rod. Okay. Just coming up Giggity. into the crescent moon. Giggity. Yeah. Coming up into the crescent moon at the end, and then having, you know, shoot-offs of different crescent moons coming up to look like a key. Well, before we And the charm would be a little, uh, you know, crescent moon. All right. Actually, I think the charm would be a little cat head. That would be perfect. Now, before we continue on, we have a call on the Skype line. You're live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking to tonight? Hi, uh, this is uh, Raginator. Hey, Raginator. What's up? Uh, not a whole lot. Um... I do have a tidbit of news, uh, not not a whole lot of information that qualifies as a full-on story, but it's worth noting. Um, I recently saw on a local TV station uh, commercial for Buffalo Co- uh, Comic Con, mm-hmm. uh, and I don't know who else uh, in the VOD communities uh, near Buffalo, uh, aside from myself, but uh, there is going to be a Comic Con coming to Buffalo. Technically, is in the suburbs. Cool. But uh, it's going to be at, held at uh, the Marriott uh, near U- uh, the University of Buffalo North Campus, uh, which is technically in, in Amherst, okay. uh, uh, near uh, near uh, one of the major highways. Uh, I can't remember the exact. Date. I want to say, you know, I want to say it's going to be held in May. Mm-hmm. But you know, I suppose if you're willing to do a Google search and maybe interested in going, you know, if, I would imagine that the inf- you know, more detailed information shouldn't be too hard to find. Okay, well, get us more details and post it on our Facebook page. Maybe we'll see about if we have fans and listeners of the show out that way. They'll check it out for us. Yeah, yeah, honestly, that is definitely honestly, one. I would go myself, seeing as I've never been to a con in my life. But unfortunately, my uh, expenses recently went up, so I can't really afford afford to go myself. So Otherwise, good. I would do some kind of report for you guys, but no such luck. All right, cool. Do you have anything else for us tonight? Uh, no, they'll be it. All right, have cool. A nice, have a nice night. All right, cool. Thanks. Thanks for the call. Yep. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 Later. And that was Rageinator, and that was a good call. All right. Close yeah, there seems to be a lot of comic cons, uh, especially new comic cons, yeah. uh, popping up for May. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I know we're going to Denver mm-hmm. uh, the week, the the second to last weekend, which is Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the weekend before that is a brand new Comic Con in Atlantic City. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we were actually planning on going to that, but then we realized, yeah, we can't do all of this. No, the only reason why we're not going to that is because we decided to actually go visit friends yep. in Denver. Yep. And it's Which also is birthday- the only reason why we're going to Denver. And it's cause... also birthday con for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there seem to be a lot of conventions popping up, and I'm guessing milking on the popularity of Comic Cons and mm-hmm. calling themselves Comic Cons. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about AC Boardwalk Con? Yes. Yes. That oh, was, wow, a... was a four day thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was originally. Um, AC Comic Con or something like that, and then they switched it to Boardwalk Con. Mm-hmm. But I, considering the names that they've announced, I really, really hope that they do well because they have announced a lot of big names. But they so did. Far. They started like a year and a half ago rolling this out. So. Oh yeah, they started early with you know trying to get things to mm-hmm. you know go go well for them. But yep. I, I seriously think they are. Um, shooting themselves in the foot by making it four day. Well, we'll see. Okay. Um, it's one. It, it's one thing for Dragon Con to be four days. Mm-hmm. Dragon Con is Dragon Con. Yes. It's another thing for a first year convention to try and get people to take off Tuesday, uh, Thursday, and Friday. Mm. Most people just come after work on Thursday. So, I'd, I'd still probably go after work on Friday. I'd yeah. skip Thursday. True. Three day pass is sixty five bucks. Not bad. Huh. Wonder if they do press. Eh, give it a shot. Um, Ari, what anime universe would you like to see in Kingdom Hearts three? Uh huh. Well, I guess we're playing by the Kingdom Hearts universe. The one I'd want to see is the is the Chrono Trigger universe. Ooh. It is a an excellent but highly under underappreciated game. All right. Um, and hmm? and because of how uh, time travel works in that universe, it can be interesting to see if they'll if they would implement you know time travel mechanics in it or at or at all. You know, I I can see that happening. And the charm would probably be like a pocket watch or something. Mm-hmm. All right, Avalon. What anime universe would you like to see in Kingdom Hearts three? Oh come on, is that even a question? Yes. Kill a kill! You want to know something? I knew I, you were going to I, say I, that. If you had picked me first, I would have stolen that because I know that's exactly what she was. What she would say. You're picturing Sora in uh, Matoi's outfit, aren't you? I'm not even picturing his fucking outfit. I'm picturing a Keyblade Scissor Blade. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm but not sorry, only but that, I'm I'm imagining the hilt, like the handle of it, to almost have like a flared out portion of it to look like Senketsu's eye. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, and, they're uh, not gonna go. They're not gonna go really weird with his, uh, with his outfit. They can't do that. But I, I could definitely see them putting, you know, the the outfits in the Keyblade somewhere. Yep. And do you know what type of magic it would use? You know how uh, Sora raises his Keyblade up into the air and fire rains down. Mm-hmm. 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 He would raise the Keyblade up in the air, and life fibers would come down and pierce through the enemies. So it would be a version of cut. And as Deadpool 20 says, yes, kill, la kill, love it. Yeah. 
But other than that, there's another one that I kind of want to see. Go for it. Huh. Just because I think it'd be cute. I've been getting really vague into Yurikuma Arashi lately. Mm. And uh, Yuri, for those of you that don't know, Yurikuma Arashi is basically the whole gist of it is lesbian bears. Um, ah. Yeah, it's about bears that can transform <laughs> into humans. And bears and humans are like the two major species on earth and bears eat humans and yada 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 and i just think it would be really cool to see like a fluffy like looking keyblade that i don't know look like a giant like bear claw or something mm. i don't know how i don't i feel like later this week i'm gonna get drunk and try to draw that but until then i don't know how that would be illustrated so please don't ask me it's all good Okay, uh, let's let's go ahead and get to the fun part of the show. As if nothing so far has been fun. Uh, this is the more fun, outlandish part where Mako Tryon tries to fuck with us. Mm-hmm. It's news from Japan. Who and would just like... remember that this week was April Fools? Yeah. So trust no one, trust nothing. Exactly. Who wants to go first? I'll take the first, first one. Go for Please, it. Please, no one jump up at once. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, so um, police received mul multiple fake calls reporting somebody falling into a pond. Obviously, this was April 1st. <laughs> um, they received multiple distress calls from somebody reporting that people had fallen into a pond in Ueno Park. The park is in Tokyo's Taito Ward and has been crowded each day with thousands of people coming to view cherry blossoms. The first of many calls was made on the morning of March 29th. The caller said someone had fallen out of a boat into the water. When police arrived at the scene, they found no sign of, every, of anyone having fallen into the pond. Over the next eight hours, a number of similar calls with the same message, someone has fallen into the pond, were made to police in the ward. According to the police, all of the calls came from a payphone outside a convenience store near the park and all appeared to be from the same man. Ain't that some shit. Police said that six similar cases were also reported in the week up to uh, in the week to leading to March third. Fifty bucks says the dude's unemployed. Okay. I think at that point I'd have somebody chilling at that pace at that payphone, you know, an under uh, undercover, you know. See, at that point, I would just have somebody sitting at the pond. And when they said, oh, you know, somebody's fallen into the pond, they can just laugh at them and hang up. Mm. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'll take the second one. Go for it. Man arrested for scattering thumbtacks in Tokyo Park. Mick Foley, is that you? Oh, God. <laughs> you went there. Yes, I did. Police have arrested 68-year-old man for scattering dozens of thumbtacks throughout the grounds of the park in Tokyo Shinjuku Ward. According to police, Taki <clears throat> Takuji Onuma, on three separate occasions, placed more than 30 sharp thumbtacks throughout to Toyama Park between March 4th and March 17th. Park officials know five people who spotted Onuma in the park. He had a large number of thumbtacks on his Parkinson when he was arrested, and surveillance cameras footage also showed him dropping the tags. Anu was quoted by police as saying that he had scattered attacks in an effort to keep people from approaching the birds and feeding them. 
Okay, we're, we're, I'm just going to go out and limb here and say and assume that these people are going to be wearing shoes when they're out in public. Yeah, but there are some thumbtacks that can kind of pierce through that, and... No, no, they're only like maybe a centimeter long at the most. Dude, there like, have been times I have stepped on thumbtacks and it's gotten through the sole of my sneaker. Mm-hmm. But, but, but 90% I, of the time, they're just going to get stuck in the bottom of the, in the treads of your shoe and you're going to look at them like, wait, what? But as well, a, this, hmm? the whole thing is, this doesn't say that it's put onto, you know, the trails in the park. If he's scattering these things in the grass, one, you're not going to see them, and two, it's, you know, the cherry blossom festivals. People are going to be sitting on the grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even then, like, it's like a centimeter of, of semi-pulling metal. It's not going to be anything more than a mild inconvenience for most people. Yeah, unless they're, you know, allergic to that and have tetanus and all of that crap. Or, or little stuff. kids. So, yeah, I mean, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to send tons of people to the hospital, but, it, I mean, little kids are running around the park. Yep. It's I mean, still a, second, a no, really dumb just, idea. Yes. yes, a very dumb idea. But part of me just a picture of him, like, coming out with a like a little, like, bag of them and just, like, dumping them down and then just, you know, tripping people so they fall face first on them. <laughs> you know, insert ECW chance here and all that. ECW, ECW. Alright, moving on. Avalon, why don't you take this last one? Sure, no problem. Oh, lordy. <laughs> Robert breaks leg during a holdup and calls an ambulance. Yeah, Darwinism Award for the week goes to... Ugh. A hapless armed robber in his 60s broke his leg lucky it wasn't his hip, <laughs> while holding up a convenience store in Japan, and then used the shop's payphone to call an ambulance. The inept thief tussled with a 35-year-old store clerk after threatening him with a knife in Chiba on Sunday. The man was disarmed in the struggle, which saw him fall to the ground and break his leg before hobbling out of the shop. In increasing pain and unable to get very far, the unnamed man limped back an hour later and used the payphone at the store to summon an ambulance. Detectives are planning to arrest the suspect when he is released from the hospital. A man in his 60s is being treated in the hospital he was taken to, said the police. As the victim of the threat took the knife away, the suspect could not achieve his purpose. Um, I got nothing. Are you sure that didn't come from Florida? My leg! I, I want to know why suddenly all of these people in their 60s are trying to rob other people. It's because they don't give a shit anymore. You know, They're social, old. Social security is kind of tight. I mean, come on, you got to get some money. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Need my Medicare bills. <laughs> oh, 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 you're terrible. I know. Wow. Oh, jeez. Okay. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, people. Shall we wrap it up and get the heck up on out of here? Yes. Sure. We'll be back.
Yeah, I kind of forgot to take out the other two songs. <laughs> oh, well. No, because I had a feeling that... Because remember the first time we went live, I broke the feed because it couldn't handle kanji. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and band made... It, it's not Japanese, but it has a similar Japanese-esque font. And it has the, cop, the R copyright in it, and I can't edit it. So I was like, fuck. It's either not going to play it and go right to Ayumi or it's just going to play it. So I wasn't paying attention. Whoops. But yeah, that sounds really good. I have to track down their other album and acquire it. And also, definitely, Mako, definitely check out Princess Princess. You might like it on, on your drive to work. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'm downloading it now, so cool. I'll pop it open and see what's, see what's what. Yeah. Um, Avalon, as always, thanks for being a part of the show. Thanks for having me. Hey, anytime. Yeah, it was fun. Oh, yeah. If you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So when we tell you what's up, we kind of keep it real, you know? If you have any questions about the show, just drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Let us know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com. We have a couple of ZenkaiCon reports coming up. Uh, we also have some Castle Point articles coming through as well. And you'll be seeing some of my photos from Zenkai going up as well. I think I'm like two-thirds of the way through ZenkaiCon Saturday. And over 1,200 hits on the wedding proposal. Wow. Avalanche, did you hear about that? Uh, no, I didn't actually. At the end of the masquerade, uh, they called this girl up, and her boyfriend proposed to her on stage. Oh, Jesus. She was dressed as Princess Serenity. He was supposed to be a tuxedo mask, but he couldn't get the suit in time. So he was, uh, Zell from FF8. Aw. And what's interesting is, I didn't even notice, the girl that got engaged, I am friends with her sister on Facebook, and they're twins. That's hysterical. Yeah, I'm like, dual wedding. Because her sister got engaged, like, maybe about six months ago. Uh, Okay. If you can't get to our podcast for any reason, you can find us on other sites. Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, TuneIn Radio. Definitely check out our uh, YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. We got some new vid- convention videos up there. There'll be some more going up this week, so definitely keep an eye out for that. If you want to follow us individually on YouTube and see what music we like, videos we like, and stuff that we contribute, uh, you can find me at youtube.com slash DJ Ron Mess. Ari is at Ari22682. Makotron is at Jupe Luna. And Avalon is at Avalon Cosplay. Twitter.com slash Session. Follow us here so you know updates to our website, Twitter, I mean, Facebook page, uh, anything else that's going on, conventions that we're going to and so forth. Cool stuff. Definitely follow us there. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJ Ron the S. The Ari Man, uh, Twitter.com slash Ari Man. Mako Chan's at Joe Videa. And Avalon's at Avalon Cosplay. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. I just want to say to everybody who's liked our page and the content and the photos and everything, thank you so much for, for the appreciation. We truly appreciate it. So as long as you continue to like the page, the content, and everything we put up, we're going to bring you more. That's what we're going to do. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at Facebook.com slash Ari is over at Ari Rockefeller. 
Mako-chan is over at Makoto Mako-chan-kino, and Avalon is over at Avalon Cos, C-O-S. And we're not the only geek podcast on the Voice of Geeks network here. There are other cool shows to check out. Um, if you like Star Trek, check out the Star Wars Power Coupling podcast, Thursdays at 4. If you want to check out an awesome multi-geek-centric podcast, check out the Geek Card. It comes on at 12 on Thursdays. If you like American programming, British programming, popular books, movies, television reviews, especially like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and other cool shows, Doctor Who... We have four different shows with four different perspectives. Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Under Sedation Live. If you like what we do here on Tuesdays at 9.30, swing through around 8 o'clock and check out Pandalicious and Ninja Sister at Electric Sisterhood. They come on at 8, then chill around for our pre-show, and it's us. What's up, everybody? If you like playing MMOs or MOBAs, it's MMO Mobile Wednesdays with Girls Gone Wow at 12 and Horde House at 10, which is live. And then we bring it all back to Sundays with the Bobby Blackwolf Show at 8, followed by Andrew Radio at 9. A couple of the longest-running gaming shows on the internet. If you want to definitely listen to a show where it's 100% real, straight-up, no BS, it's the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio. Definitely check them out. Tell them Ron sent you. And I promise they won't throw you headfirst into a wall. Maybe. Alright, let's go around the room. Last words, Mako. Um, yeah, I, I've been catching up on a lot of the uh, Deadpool stuff that's been coming out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, lots and lots of pretty pictures. But yeah, I, I was going to, you know, get off here and go read, which is what I've been doing most of the day. Not smut? But I, um, no, actually, uh, crossovers, Harry Potter and uh, Percy Jackson, just because they're weird. Mm. Um, but I decided that... If I'm going to actually go looking for weird shit, I'm going to watch uh, Earth High Defense Club. <laughs> yeah. Last words, Ari. My laundry's been sitting over there waiting for me to fold it and put away, so that's what I'm going to be doing after this is over. Ooh. Yay, productivity. I got that right. <laughs> Last words, Avalon. Um, I think after this, I'm going to go and finish Yuri Kuma, or I'm going to go and watch more Steven Universe. But the other thing that I wanted to say is that, um, I'm really glad that we got such a big, um, such a big amount of positive feedback in regards to my, uh, to my cosplay safety, uh, panel. And if you guys want me to bring it to more conventions, if you guys hit me up on my page, um, let me know and I'll see about submitting and hopefully you guys can see it in person. I'd love for everyone to get the chance to, you know, get get to witness it and take something home with them that, you know, they can use later on so mm-hmm. that they don't end up in the same situations that a lot of people have. And Steven Universe is really cool. That show surprised the hell out of me. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It just feels like a slice of life cartoon, you know? Yeah. Um, my last words. Yeah, so I have a 24-hour flu or cold, and it happened due to the fact that something got stuck in my teeth, and it triggered, like, a headache and sore, like, my sore throat and all of that. So, you know, last I took some NyQuil, went to bed, get up this morning, still feeling the after effects of NyQuil. Target store brand NyQuil is no joke, but, um... I put my headphones on, and I'm going to work, and I'm sitting there listening to music, falling in and out of consciousness, and I'm like, what is this on the side of my head? 
I didn't realize so I hit 14th Street that my external microphone was still plugged into my headset. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. Grabbed it, threw it in my bag, so I'm like, that's twenty dollars. I am not gonna I am not gonna lose twenty bucks. Oh, <laughs> uh, that is it. End of list. We will be here for the next few Tuesdays. We will be out Tuesday, May twenty sixth. We'll be uh deconning from Denver Comic Con and then some. Mm-hmm. Alright, alright. I'm Ranma. I'm Mari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Avalon. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Good night, everyone. Say good night, Avalon. Fuck you, you ain't my boss. <laughs> good night, Avalon. Thank Our you. Bossy pants. I can't win with you, can I? No, I'm a you just can't win, period. No nope. shit, especially when it comes from you. <laughs> God. I don't know about you, Ari, but when we had the retreat and they're together, I might be fucked. J- j- just saying. <laughs> might be fucked. <laughs> yeah, keyword might. <laughs> You're so fucked. Yeah, good night, everyone. podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!